Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marshanti. As always, we love for you folks stopping by Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You can find this particular NFL draft last free and available to download at your leisure. And today is an Oklahoma Sooners Day. Earlier this afternoon, we had the running back Kennedy Brooks on. And this afternoon, we're going to end the day with another standout Sooner. It's none other than Tyrese Robinson. He was an invite to the East West Shrine game. He was second team, all Big 12. He was also invited to the NFL Scouting Combine and the Dallas Pro Day. With that said, Tyrese, you've been a very busy man the last few months how does it feel just having an opportunity to kind of exhale and just kind of look back and then also look what's on the horizon knowing that this nfl draft is quickly quickly approaching right yeah it's been a, it's been a very long past few months you know just with everything with training and like prepping your body right getting ready for the combine and, and the pro day of course and you know, it's just a big relief, like, knowing that you got those done. But, like, just you're just more nervous now just knowing that the big day is coming. Like, all the work you didn't put in for is coming real soon. And, I mean, they said it was, was going to come by quick, and, and sure enough, it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I figure probably right after Christmas, before the New Year's, you probably got the training, and then you're out in Vegas right. doing the Shrine <laughs> game. A couple weeks later, exactly. you're back in Indianapolis, and then probably back for training for Pro Day and everything else. Uh Let's kind of just get into the Shrine game. What was it like? This is usually everybody's first opportunity, the All-Star games, to kind of interact with teams. They know you as a player, but what was it like just seeing those NFL logos on the polos, hats, shirts, whatnot, and being able to let them know who you are as an individual, as a young man? Right. Uh, no, nah, it was it was, it was was cool. It was a cool deal. You know, usually the uh, Shrine Bowl is played in Florida, and that was their first year in Vegas, so that was pretty cool just going out there in Vegas, my first time in Vegas, but – you know, just being around them and uh, around all those coaches, you know, like with all the assistant coaches and, and really just trying to get, like, advice to, like, the next level and being around some greats that, that was there, Hall of Famers there, some that played in that game. You know, it was good to listen to them and, and really take the knowledge from them and just being around the players out there, you know, going against different talent, you know, that you might not play throughout the season, just showing off your, your skill set and, from from on the field and, and mentally like in the, the film room, but it was like it was a good experience to go out there and really compete, and it went good and got to interact with all the coaches and, and the teams and the scouts. So that that was very good. It kind of helped me out for when when I went to the combine. I was kind of familiar with like the interview process and stuff like that. But for the most part, I, I really enjoyed the experience out there. Definitely, and you guys also the uh, play at Allegiant Stadium, the Death Star. Definitely a great opportunity. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, that, that yeah. facility was yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> Very nice out there. Yeah, Very this, nice. 
Yeah, well, I can tell you this much. Uh, I, listen, I was very fond of the Shrine game being in Florida, but uh, Tropicana Stadium is like a dungeon, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Allegiant Stadium it is fabulous. So uh, an upgrade in facilities, and, and I'm, I'm happy for you guys because it really makes the experience, yeah. I think, that much better. Um, I got to ask, let's kind of rewind this thing all the way back to Texas growing up. I mean, we know Texas is a hotbed of some of the best talent that we see in the country. Uh, competitiveness, were you the better, bigger, better kid from the get-go at day one when you first got on the football field? Yeah, so uh, I was I was born in Kansas City, uh, Missouri, and I moved to Texas. Okay. Like, I always grew up playing basketball, and uh, I always thought I was going to make it to the NBA, but <laughs> just stopped growing. I got big, but uh, – <laughs> Uh, so once I moved to Texas, I moved to Texas when I was uh, like the fourth grade. And about middle school, I got into football, and I mean I was always bigger, like bigger than the rest of the kids. Uh, and I started playing basketball, and some dude around the neighborhood he told me, and he threw me in football, and kind of like really started like my whole kind of career, uh, just playing in middle school and and being the bigger guy. And then I got to high school and. I, I never knew I was good enough to play collegiate. Like, I never talked about it or really thought about it. But uh, after my sophomore year, I got the chance to play varsity. And I put out a highlight tape. And out of nowhere, I just get a call from, from Texas Tech saying they want to offer me full scholarship. And after that, that just really started really started everything. <laughs> wow, that's a great story. And uh, and then, lo and behold, you get start getting offers from all the big schools across the nation. Uh, looking at your bio, I know there were some big names involved. Um, how did you know you wanted to go to Norman and be a Sooner? Uh, really, just throughout the time, uh, I stayed in Texas with my mom, so I wanted to stay somewhere kind of close. And, and I was thinking about like Baylor and all the all brawl stuff was going on, so I kind of I kind of shut them out. And then Texas, Coach Strong had left. And uh, really, I just feel like Oklahoma was, like, the most stable place. You know, Coach Riley, I just got there. Bill Beaver, my position coach, he had just got there. So I just feel like it was the most stable stable place for me. And uh, really, like, throughout high school, the dude I trained with, Brandon Braxton, he played for Oklahoma. He was an alumni there. So it was kind of just destined, you know, for me to go there. And sure enough, it turned out great. I had a great time at Oklahoma, great connections, a lot of families, a lot of brothers that I met out there. And I really enjoyed it. Excellent stuff. Once again, Tyrese Robinson, the standout Oklahoma Sooners offensive lineman, combine invite, shrine invite, also in uh, second team, all Big 12. So much to like about this young man as we close it in on this 2022 NFL draft. Uh, I asked all the guys that kind of come on the show, uh, when does it sink in for you? Um, you know, you talked about your sophomore year, you played varsity, you sent out a tape, and lo and behold, Texas, you know, Tech you know, gets back to you. But once you arrive at Oklahoma, you don't know how this is going to go. You might be a bench guy. You might never materialize into a pro prospect. When does it really sink in to you, for you, Tyrese? I mean, do you have great games against great opponents? Do your coaches tell you that, hey, you're on to something? You keep, you know, putting your head down and working hard. This is going to happen. Kind of take us through when reality sets in, knowing that a childhood dream is probably something you can make reality. Right. Um, well, coming in Oklahoma, uh, I registered my freshman year, so, like, really got there. I just got time to, like, really understand, like, the college, you know what I mean, uh, like, how, how to handle, like, your free time and, and the, like, eliminate distractions and stuff like that. And really just for me, time to mature. So, I, after my registered freshman year, I started to travel with the team. Um, 
And also throughout this whole process, I'm just having, like, the, the older guys that I looked up to when I was there, like having Orlando Brown, Bobby Evans, Cody Ford, Drew Samir, all those guys to look up to that kind of helped out me a lot, too, just knowing, like, their skill set and really learning from them and what they took and the time and the progress that they put in there to get to the position they're in today. So really just understand how they work and their mentality of the way they work kind of really helped me out, too. And really, uh, my red shirt junior year, uh, yeah, red shirt junior year, our sophomore year, I started my freshman year. I mean, my first year starting. And uh, I know, like, my the season went pretty good. As the season went on, I developed more. My technique got better. I understand the game of football better. So really after my red shirt junior year, I felt like I was I, I could play and I could play with anybody you know, in the country, and, and uh, I really just put that time in, kept putting my work in, um, really focusing on my mentality, how I approach things on and off the field, whether it's in the classroom or on the field. But uh, really, my redshirt junior year, I feel like I could I could go play uh, professional football. Excellent. And that air raid offense uh, uh, from Mike Leach uh, and, uh, you know, perfected by Lincoln Riley. Uh, you were part of that high-flying offense. Uh, plenty of points, and I'm sure it was a fun offense to play in. Uh, when you look back, and I always ask this question as well, I mean, with these teams, these scouts, if we three in that film room think they're going to love about you, I like to say that these are your hallmark home run abilities where when they watch your tape, they're going to say, hey, you know what, we got to get this kid on the 53-man roster. Really just uh... – whether it's from practice, starting in practice, or in a game, just like my mentality, how I approach stuff, whether it's like showing up early to to, to a film session or putting extra work after practice, like a few pass sets, and my 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 uh my attention to playing the details and really just trying to be very detail oriented. I feel like when you play on a film, like uh, I'm, I feel like I'm a good finisher. I play through the whistle. Um, really try to eliminate lazy, lack of physical plays. Uh, Plays where I just feel like I can take off, I hate feeling like that. So, me personally, I try to go and attack every play like it's my last one. But really just my mentality and the way I finish and, and, and finish through the whistle. And you, you got experience at both guard and tackle. Do teams see you as both or either, you know, either or or just one when you've kind of been going through this right. process in terms of feedback? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, this past year I played right tackle. Uh, right tackle I left, so my coach felt like I could play there. I just went in and filled that spot. But uh, really, just talking to the scouts, I know I'm more of an inside guy. Of course, I'm not the not the size, but just showing that I can play that and go out there and play that in for the, the, the one of the best universities in the country uh, and playing against some of the top guys, I feel like I can I can do that. But I know going into the league, I'm gonna be more inside guy as a guard and and some center. Yeah, you know what's funny is uh, your first day of action in the National Football League, Tyrese, uh, you're going to be lined up on the inside and uh, uh, just joking now, but, you know, somebody's going to get hurt and then you're going to be tossed off to the right side of the tackle again and you'll be protecting the blind side <laughs> of an NFL quarterback. Right. And I'll be like, oh, this kid, he's, you know, he's doing it again. Uh, it's football because people might be listening in. They might not really be that obsessed with the draft they just might love Oklahoma Sooner football they just might know that you played there or you individually but absent of the game um how do you like sharing your free time and what are some of the other hobbies and passions that you have yeah uh, I have an older brother and sister and I got two nieces and two nephews so really like just that I uh, growing up with kings about like two and a half from 
from Oklahoma. So really my free time on the weekends, I'll come down and, and spend time with them, uh, try to spend as much time with them, of course, because they're growing up, and really just play play video games, of course, like every every guy my age. Uh, I used to I used to like playing a lot of pickup basketball. I always told I told you I was thought I was gonna be an NBA player, but but some stuff different had worked out. God had a different plan, but I always try to stay active on the basketball court. But I know that since I'm going through this process, I got to stop now. So. So I feel like my hoop dreams are over, but really, uh, <laughs> just, just like to, <laughs> really just like to hang out. I love it. Don't be feeling good. But. Yeah, it's all good. Once again, Tyrese Robinson here on the C2P. Uh, we got a few more minutes left. We always like the end of the show. We call it three and out. A couple lighthearted off the wall questions. Are um, you ready to take a shot with some of those? Yep. All right. Now I asked the same question to Kennedy Brooks earlier today. Uh, Coach Riley, or could have been any coach on the Sooner staff, what coach had the biggest pet peeve during practice? An absolute no-no. If you got caught doing it, you might catch a little hell. Ooh. I'll probably say, I'll probably say coach, my position coach, Coach B. He'll, he'll hate, like, especially, like, when guys are, like, walking, walking in and, and through and out of grill, he'll stop and he'll get on our butt pretty hard to tell us to, to put a pep on our step. But, and that's one guy you don't want to see mad too. <laughs> so, so we all listen, but I'll say Coach B. Fair enough. Uh, he said, uh, Coach, his running backs coach, he said, uh, DeMarco, he said uh, that, you know, where he was uh, something. That, yeah, he said DeMarco would kind of get after them, kind of for the same thing. Um, how about this one? Usually offensive linemen, are the bigger guys on the squad, the units, if you will, um, who's the biggest eater amongst your Sooner teammates at the O-line position, and what was one of the more crazy meals? What's one of the more crazy meals that you've seen them throw down? Ooh, I'll probably say I'll probably say Bray Bray Walker, Big Bray, <laughs> Big Bray. He can uh, yeah. three three forty. Uh no, nah, but I just seen him eat some crazy stuff. Like I just seen him go through like a twelve pack of the regular not not the donut holes but the regular glazed donut holes, you know. He went through a twelve pack of yeah. that boy. You know, you, you know, usually people you know, usually people get the donut holes like a little dozen, but nah, he got the glazed donut. <laughs> That's fantastic. And the final one, kinda of sticking along the terms of food. Uh, but this one is draft week, draft weekend, April 28th through the 30th. I assume that you're going to be with family and friends watching the draft, waiting them finding out where you're going to land at the next level. That said, who's the best cook, Tyrese, in your family, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate this next football journey? Uh, I'll, probably, I'll probably say my brother, my big brother. Uh, he can he – can, he's pretty – He's pretty versatile with a lot of stuff, but but I think he's gonna try to do some barbecue. He's gonna throw some stuff on the grill for for draft day, so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> oh, excellent! Hey, your brother's on the yeah. clock for barbecue, and you, my man, are on the clock for this 2022 NFL draft. We always like to tell our guests: stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we can't wait to see you do your thing at the next level, my friend. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. No problem at all. Once again, that is Tyrese Robinson, the standout from Oklahoma, kind enough to join us here on the C2P.
This has been a C2P exclusive. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.